internet. <laughs> we are Only Lovers Book Club, where I get together with my two mail order brides and we read romance and we oh, talk no. about it. I know, but technically you're both my brides, so. Uh, Gender's a construct. Yeah, true story. <laughs> my mail ordered partners, my consenting mail ordered partners. I ordered two, it was two for one. Here we are, episode 60, six zero. I can't wait till we get to 69. Who's got episode 69? I'm gonna break it up. I'm gonna break <laughs> the, the thing later. Um, but anyway, we take turns. And this month, the month of November, is Andrea's turn. And we read Heart and Hand by Rebel Carter. I have episode 69. You do not. I did. I just did the math. Because Chris to shy Andrea. Chris to shy Andrea. I get the multiples of threes. Oh, what are you picking? No sir. I think I've been said. Wait, wait, what's the what's the fourth horseman <laughs> <laughs> No, but I want to do that at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you know, start the year the off. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So. Oh boy, preparing myself. So this month we read Heart in Hand, Heart and Impersand Hand <laughs> by Rebel Carter. Uh book one of the gold sky series and if you're um watching the youtube video if you're not it's fine um if you're just listening to the podcast but if you're watching the youtube video you can see that we are in our cosplay <laughs> for the book <laughs> so the plan originally was for all of us to dress like cowboys or you know some sort of western theme but we were having some problems getting all of our outfits together. So I came up with a brilliant idea. <laughs> Me. <laughs> to, um, because in the book, there is one character, male order bride, and then the two husbands. And I said, let me, and hey, Andrea, let me and Tashai <laughs> be your husbands and you can be our male order bride. So you, uh, Andrea is wearing what I call the hot dress. It's like, it's got a really <laughs> nice little cut. It really enjoys her clavicles. <laughs> uh, and then Tasha and I are wearing just kind of like cute little shirt, a little bandana, cowlicks, awesome mustache. And I wore, this is technically a Nathan Drake um, <laughs> harness from Uncharted, but it'll do. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, why don't you read us what's in the back of the book yeah. so that the listeners, watchers know what the book is about. Oh God, that's such a creepy way to say it. The Watchers. <laughs> so it says, can a mail order bride find love with two husbands? It doesn't take long for Julie Baptiste to realize she yearns for more than the nonstop engagements and niceties dictated by New York high society. So she decides to do something bold and answers an advertisement for a mail order bride in Gold Sky, Montana. Ex-Union soldiers Forrest Wicks and William Barnes have been inseparable since the war. They share everything, including the desire to find a wife, a woman who is willing to marry them both and provide the isolated town with a much needed teacher. When Julie arrives in Montana, the three of them must figure out how to navigate the boundaries of their new lives. Can Forrest and Will come together to provide what Julie needs and protect the heart of the woman who's made her way into theirs? And how will a debutante turned teacher manage frontier life with two husbands? I think that's a very accurate description. I read that. I read that for sure. So, Drea, why did you pick this book? I know that you told us in the previous one, but just give us like the recap of like why yeah, why so, heart and hand for only lovers. So I was just like randomly looking at books on Goodreads. Um, sometimes there are certain books that I knew I want to read, like the like the Henna Wars. I knew months and months in advance, like oh, I really want to read that book when it comes out. But some months I'm just like oh, I don't know what to pick. So I was just Honestly, I think I was looking up like like lesbian books mm -hmm. and uh, one of the Gold Sky series books um, is a female female romance. So I was yeah, but I, so I was looking at the reviews and the reviews for that one were like kind of mixed and I was like, oh, I want to go with something like a little more solid like and I was like, let me look at the other ones in the series. And then I saw that this was the first one and I saw that Talia Hibbert had left like a five paragraph review on it. Yeah. Um, and we we were reading, I think around the time I was picking this, we were reading Danny Brown or we were getting ready to read it. 
So she was kind of like in my head. And I was like, well, if she liked it that much. Um, and I liked how she set it up. Like in her review, she's like very clear. Like you're not going to see like the guys having sex. Like this is not that kind of throuple. Like so, so like my expectations were like very clear, like going into it, like what kind of romance it was going to be. But she was like gushing about it and it had pretty good reviews. And, and I mean, I thought that the idea was like really cute. Like, yeah. And, so I don't know. I just thought, let's do it. Um, and we I, did it. And we did it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was exactly what I expected it to be. And it was better than that other Thruple book we had tried to read with the zombies. Which mm -hmm. <laughs> is so bad. Back vaginal fantasy days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, I'm, I'm happy with it. Cool. So I... It's more of a, it's like more romancy than what I usually pick. It, I think it this is. is like very traditional, like flat out romance happily ever after which was surprising to me i remember <laughs> i remember in our last kind of book club i don't know if you remember tosh i was like i'm really excited this doesn't seem like not that it doesn't seem like it but I'm, this is a sexier book or a more mushier book than i would have expected you to pick so yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what it is and i mean yeah i feel like usually andrea's picks are like there's a lot more going on beneath the surface. So like romance is part of the storytelling, but a lot of the times it's like character growth, like friendships being tested. Like there's Unless a lot the, more. The, the 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 apocalypse. That's the, <laughs> the only thing I, <laughs> I break exactly out of character for. <laughs> this one, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. What? I think, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we can jump into, we can jump into kind of like our, our initial thoughts or our overview, and then you've got some questions for mm -hmm. us. Um, but I just kind of wanna, I think we didn't talk about this, me and Tosh, like in a separate chat, you know, not spoil anything, but I did get the impression that both of us were surprised. We're like, Drea, pick this book, OMG, there's no horsemen <laughs> of the apocalypse in this, but it's still <laughs> sexy, OMG, OMG. <laughs> so I don't know if you agree, Tosh. I don't know if you were thinking the same thing, but I felt like, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised because it's like romance. Um, I was, I really wanted the Cowboys to make out. So I was <laughs> sad that that didn't happen. And I know that prior to us reading it, Andrea had said like, oh, based on the review, like this and this and this. And I was like, mm, but maybe they make out. Like, I don't think that's going to fuck. But I think it would be fun. Yeah, but they're too. And oh, I was like, <laughs> I was All right, like, yes? let's um let's dive in. Tisha, do you want to kind of like give your do you want to go first sure. and give your overall impressions? Yeah. Um I feel like I okay, I finished I definitely finished the book pretty quickly. I feel like it didn't take me very long to read. Um I'm trying to see if Goodreads tells me when I <laughs> started reading it, but I don't think it does. Anyway. <clears throat> Um, so I liked this book. I gave it four stars. I realistically, it would have been like 3.7, 3.8. I rounded up because I appreciate the character diversity and I appreciated a lot of the ways that the conflicts were kind of resolved. Um, again, I wanted the Cowboys to make out, but you can't always get what you want. So... <laughs> I may do. At least in the here, I'll say this. At least in the zombie book, that one guy was like, fine, I'll jerk you off. I remember. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying that if, if, if in one point, at one point, like that other book was like in any way, however minuscule superior it's that there was some boy on boy action, but that doesn't make it a better book at all. I still enjoy, I enjoyed um, the the boys in this one. They didn't have to kiss, but right, but I desperately wanted them to. I just, I was like attracted to the situation. So I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, fine. I guess you can both just kiss her boobs instead. That's fine. Um, I liked, the main character, the heroine enough, definitely immediately forgot her name though. So if y'all can assist. Julie. 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 Okay. Uh, Julie was chill. Uh, I appreciate that, you know, the love story kind of cemented itself before we ever get to see what the men look like or what the men are like, because they do have to communicate via letters. 
which to me makes a lot of sense. A lot of times when you get these like married at first sight type of stories, it fast forwards the relationship be being developed for the sake of the plot. But here there's a nice workaround of like, they've already been speaking for months. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that they would have fallen in love with each other before they knew each other because these letters were already being exchanged. So that to me made a lot of sense. And the fact that like, spoiler alert. Um, oh yeah, we're going to spoil the, we're going to spoil the shit out of this book. So it's because you read it or you don't care about spoilers. Um, Exactly. You want to mute it to just see us being cute and animated, go for it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But the fact that, like, she's like, oh, I really liked your letters. He's like, yeah, we both wrote to you. And she's like, she's shook because she definitely thought that the, like, caring, um, I'm going to say his name was Forrest. Forrest. Okay, cool. Um, She's like, oh, Forrest is like the caring one. And then this other guy is like the hot one. Like, I think that's the perception of it. Of, of, um, uh, it's like in Felicity. Who's uh, haircut Felicity hair? She's got Felicity hair. Yeah. Oh, I thought her haircut looked so good too. And everyone was like, no. Her you lost your mind. Oh my God. I absolutely loved her hair. Well, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Later. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it was a really cute haircut, but whatever. So in that show, there was like, the sensitive brunette, like caring dude. And then there's the hot blonde who's like kind of dumb, but you know, also has feelings. So there's always that like dynamic of the like caring, sensitive and like hot one. And then she sees the hot one at the wedding and is like, oh cool, the hot one. And then it is revealed to her that she's actually been writing letters to both of them without her knowing. So I thought that was also interesting because that immediately creates a conflict of like, oh, I'm marrying these two men. I thought my feelings were like for this guy and I was going to get to know this guy. But now it's like, oh, do I, do I love them both? Do I know them both as much as I thought I knew this one person? Like, wow, this is intense. So I liked how they played around with that. I did not like how stupid <laughs> the dumb hot one was with uh. regards to the main love antagonist. That this man is like, she just comes over every day and like makes me breakfast and lunch and pies and she's attractive and her husband's dead. But like, you don't have to be jealous about her. Listen, bro. En serio, en serio. Like, I don't, and it pissed me off because he's just like, you just have to trust me. You just have to trust me. Like, oh, trust me. Why would she have, she doesn't know you, bro. Like you wrote letters to each other, but she doesn't know you. And she definitely she doesn't know you were writing the letters. Like she doesn't even, she didn't even know you were part of those letters. Uh, exactly. So in her mind, like Forrest is the one who's like in love with her and you and Forrest have this like bromance. So, you know, she does, there's no reason for her to think he's invested in everything as Forrest was. So for him to be so kind of like wishy-washy about this other like stupid bitch putting her nose and everything, that pissed me off. Cause I, I can let it happen once or twice, but it kept happening. And every time it happened, I was like growling at the phone cause I was reading on my phone. Cause that annoyed <laughs> me. Um, but I liked it. It was fun. It was like a cute romance. There's like, some tension, but not enough for me to doubt how the story is going to go. Like, I knew it was going to end up in something positive. So, like, full, you know, I, I didn't have to worry about my mental state not <laughs> being in a great place um, after reading it. And, yeah, I thought it was cute. Um, wish there had been. There was a good amount of sex in it. Could have used more. Like, I feel given the circumstances, there could have been a lot more sexy time happening because, like, you got three grown hot people sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, in a um, place where no one minds. In a place where somehow the town is, like, as forgiving as I've ever heard in my life. And then there's also, like, one scene of her being a teacher. So, uh, <laughs> mm, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of her trying to learn how to make a pie, which, like, there's not that much else to do. How is it? How are you unable to like learn how to bake this pie? But whatever. But oh no, I had a good time. It was fun. I like. It was sexy where I you know wanted it to be sexy, and I didn't really mind it. I have like one or two hiccups, but overall, I, I had a fun time with this book. I feel like I've been talking for a long time, so y'all can go now. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? Is this beer? 
honey. <laughs> bueno, I got second place. So Wait, did can, I finish last for real? Yeah. Dang it. So we can go in there. Okay. If you want. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was, I like that it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, she leaves the city to go to a middle of nowhere ranch kind of place with these two. Like in my head, I was like, cowboys they're not really cowboys they're like mm -hmm. sheriffs mm -hmm. but like that's close enough you know what i mean it just like it was exactly like what i would think of in my head if you said like historical fiction mail order bride like this is exactly what i would picture but you know with an extra husband <laughs> um and um yeah i appreciated the diversity um actually interesting thing about that and i think i mentioned it to chris is like i was looking through reviews and a lot of people are like oh my gosh, I couldn't get into this book because the fact that these like black people were like rich and like nobody gave them shit is like so unrealistic. Like they had a problem with the diversity. They thought it didn't fit the time period. And I'm like, you're literally reading a book about a person who marries two guys. Like that, this is like, like you have to suspend your disbelief for this one. So I don't really know like why people had a problem with that um because that's the shocking thing exactly exactly <laughs> and it shouldn't um, even it shouldn't even be but i remember you also mentioned that the author that her intention was yeah that's what that's what she does is she she is like mixed race i don't remember um what she's mixed with but she basically writes diverse romance and she's like a history buff like i want to say she has like a phd in something history related so she loves writing like history books with just like a diverse cast which i appreciate but yeah i thought that the book was really cute same as to shy i was annoyed at the situation with that woman who just yeah it was ridiculous um i did yeah i i would have liked for the guys to also like have something but that being said, I really also like that sort of platonic intimacy that they had, mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the times in books, it's like all or nothing. Like either you're a throuple where like everyone is having sex mm -hmm. or it's like you're just friends. And this was such a nice like middle ground where it's like we aren't like having sex with each other, but we're comfortable being naked around each other and like holding each other and being like tender and emotional with each other and like planning a life together and I think I think that kind of like friendship intimacy doesn't come up enough in books whether it's same sex or or opposite sex so I I like the guy's relationship um I get it like I would have liked the makeout section too but I do really like that platonic sort of intimacy and and I liked how they were like super like pro cons con consent like literally like every time they did something they were like is this okay with you like like, I mean, it's like two dicks. Is this, is this too much? <laughs> Which was like kind of funny because obviously it was not. She was here for the two dicks. It was very clear. But it was sweet that they were like, wait, does she want us both to have sex with her? Like, it's not too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I liked it. Um, and we'll talk more about the, the guys. That's one of my questions mm -hmm. or it's related to it. So. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I, it's like you said, Tashai, it's something where like, I wasn't super stressed about how it was going to end. I was just having a fun time. I think this would be like a really cute Hallmark movie <laughs> kind of thing, <laughs> right? Like it's like perfect for it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, Hallmark weren't so conservative and like aghast yeah, with the right. recent flow of gay. Uh, Listen, I was, Netflix. Yeah, but it's too like I think it's like too a little too fluffy for Netflix. Wait, Netflix. Be Netflix, they would need to have a little more like drama. Well, I don't think so because right now there's a Netflix movie coming out with Kristen Stewart. And it's a gay Christmas romance. And the drama is that one of the girl's families doesn't know that she's gay, but that's like the, the thing. Yeah, but that's more like drama. Is she gonna get kicked out? Is her life gonna be in shambles? And like here- we Cowboys, like we could, add, we could add a rival gang <laughs> in there. We could add some fun, you know, shootouts. We could add a little racism, you know. <laughs> No, but it's so funny because I was telling my mom, I'm getting ready to send like my 
box of Christmas presents to Puerto Rico. And I was telling her that I was going to send her some books and I was going to send my sister some books. And she was like, oh, what are you going to send your sister? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's this book about mail order bride and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and she's, she started to say like, wait, like send that one to me. And then I was like, I have two husbands. And she's like, ¿Qué, qué? <laughs> she was like, no, 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 no. Eso, okay. Eso de hacerlo a tu hermana. Eso de hacer demasiado. <laughs> <laughs> it was like all about that's a the, good impression that's a good impression her no. hands and everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm sending her i'm sending my sister that one and the best woman's erotica and my mom was like okay but just tell her not to read it while she's here <laughs> mom what I want. it's like my mom knows my sister reads smut but like <laughs> They, they're both very big romance readers my mom and my sister just just different different ends of the spectrum mm -hmm. they diverge yo le mandé a mami el de silver spoon and she loved it hey sí. yeah puro romance bueno chris well i enjoyed the book as well um i read it in a day i started okay so i started reading it at work and was like oh maybe i'll finish this at home <laughs> <laughs> Because it quickly got a little steamier, more steamier than I was anticipating. So much oral sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was. Really, there were a couple of things that I really liked and a couple of things that took me sometimes a little bit out of the story. But like I said, overall, I enjoyed the ride. I enjoyed the the fantasy of like, you know, the fantasy of like everyone's super chill with this. This is a safe place. It's a safe neighborhood. And even... Rosemary, who is the one bit, even she's like her 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 thing isn't that she's married to two people. It's just that she's not jealous that Julie is married to two people. It's just that she really is into what's the name of the other guy? For Will. She's really into Will and wants to be name is Will. really possessive about it. But it's not like she's saying that Julie is some kind of slut that this is wrong and mm -hmm. shameful. You know, it's never there's never any shame around there polyamorous relationship and yeah. it kind of made me feel really wistful I'm like oh gosh like it, it this is I mean at, I did have a moment where I was like oh come on you know this is too good to be true but then I was like okay let me get on board you know <laughs> let me put my suspenders on Whee! and then I went <laughs> really enjoyed you know I, I enjoyed that part of it that part of it being really low stakes I like that there was drama between them, right? Like what Tashai said about like, oh, wait, do I actually know you? And I think it's it's one of those things too, like if you're online dating, even now you talk with someone, but then you, you know, and they're like, they seem like one thing on the phone. And then like, and when you meet them, you're like, oh God, you know, do I actually, like, do I actually know enough about you to like want to continue like this evening? Yeah. <laughs> um, Am I attracted to you? Do I like you? Yeah. I under I like their platonicness. Yes, they could have kissed in my mind. Like when they're all like having that triple kiss, their tongues touch a little bit, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it's fine. I also like don't want to force. Like right, you, we don't want to ship it so hard that we kind of like lose kind of like what how their dynamic works and why it works. My mm -hmm. issues were with I remember I remember I had read your review and I totally agree with the stuff about consent. Like they always ask her whenever they're going to have sex um, or whenever they're in a sexual moment, you know, is this okay with you? Is this okay with you? But there were some decisions that I feel like they made without her that kind of like negated that consent. For example, <laughs> when wedding. they, well, not just the wedding, when they decide that Forrest is the one that is going to have sex with her first. You know what I mean? When yeah. he's like, yeah, we both kind of decided that you should have sex with Forrest first. And you know, I was, <laughs> she's like, okay, like what the fuck? Like, when did you guys talk about this? And I feel like she was on board for the plan, but I also feel like she was kind of like guided pretty intensely in certain parts because they, because of her fragile nature, like it's benevolent sexism, you know, because of her fragile nature as an inexperienced girl who, you know, this yeah. is her sexual experience and I mean with two men, oh my goodness. And so they take the reins on a lot of things that I think that she probably would have had like to have more say in and and that's the only part where i was like eh, you know i see that but i also feel like that happens in every relationship really it's like like when you're about to have sex like w someone decides when they're gonna have sex you know what i mean and then the other person just kind of 
either agrees or not. So like they may have said, oh, we think it's better for you to have sex with Forrest. But at the end of the day, she's the one who initiated yeah. the sex with Forrest. Mm-hmm. It's just that he was already willing and exactly. like, cool, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And well, I, that makes sense oh, to me, but like my, I agree with all of that, but I also think that they set it up so that would be the natural decision though, because Will was very distant was not as attentive, was a lot more like pulling away from her. He was just a lot more unavailable. So when it comes time to her for her to like take this step, he really was just like not there. Had he been there more, maybe she would have made a different decision. But I think he specifically chose to be absent to guide her decision making. And then afterwards, that's like he was and I think he just had issues he needed to address in therapy and he had not. <laughs> and so when she showed up, he was just like panicking. <laughs> like, oh no, I wrote her all these letters and she's here now. What if she doesn't like me because I killed people during the war? Uh, <laughs> see, I saw it more as like, <laughs> my wife is dead and like, what it like like he felt so inadequate he was like i've already been married and this like didn't work out and like i've already been at war and like this didn't work out and i've already been like i think he just feels like he fails at everything so when she shows up he's just like i'm gonna fail at this too forrest is so good at being a boyfriend i mean and he is Okay, but that's perfect because that's actually one of my questions. Is I'm gonna eat my who, liquor. Who was your favorite husband, and why? Who who would have who would have been the one that you had sex with first? When all those two different with me first, and I actually got to decide. Um, and it wasn't like a, I was put in a position where I naturally chose, and it wasn't manipulative at all. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I you, wanna, you didn't have a favorite? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, this would be a different conversation if this was like two cowgirls getting there. <laughs> so, I mean, I thought it was really hot, but I was, I felt, I felt very much like super distant from, from, like I thought it was hot, but I wasn't like pining for, for that situation. Um, I guess I probably would have just, felt safer with Forrest because he was more emotionally available and like I guess they had more chemistry in person so mm-hmm. yes but I also get I also get like the you know the attraction of like Will's unavailability you know what I mean and how you know he was a little bit more hard to get a little harder to work at and so like the payoff being a little bit better honestly I don't know. Probably Forrest because it would have. I mean, I don't like. I don't like waiting. You know me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking wait around and chase around you the ranch for you. I guess yeah. If I have to answer, Forrest would be. My what about answer. you, Tishai? I don't like to lose. <laughs> so I would have fucked Will. <laughs> Forrest would be like, oh, like, eh, I love you. And I'd be like, I mean, I love you too. But where the hell is he? We're married. Where is he? He's having lunch with Ruth. Okay. I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> Get the right. I would have started a fight with her. <laughs> we'll be like, there's no, there ain't nothing here. And I'd be like, and there ain't gonna be nothing there. You're not allowed to talk to her anymore because you and I are married. <laughs> Go to the house. You'd be like, you can't tell me. Go to the house or I'm gonna leave. I don't need you. I came here because y'all needed a school teacher and I was bored. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't get to finish my thoughts or whatever, but just like super quick, because we jumped into the question, that's fine. But I also wish that we got to see Rosemary be, nope, I, R- Julie. I also wish that we got to see Julie as a little bit more of a person as opposed to a bride. But it there isn't enough space in the book. Like I think that one of the, one of the attractive points of it is like a short, it's a super short book. It's like a novella, really. You can read it in one day. Um, it's like three thousand words, right, or something like that. I think it says it in the in the in the description. It's oh, definitely not three thousand. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, sorry, like <laughs> thirty five thousand words. You know what I mean? Something like that. Something like that, where where it's just like it's a quick read. You know, you're in, you're out, and you're like, whoa, this little roller coaster of, of you know sexy times is cool. Um, but I, I, I did honestly. Kind of- I assume they didn't go into it because 
eight, describing teaching when you're not a teacher is hard enough, mm -hmm. but especially in those times, you literally have like six year olds and 12 year olds together in one classroom and you're like teaching them all at the same time. Oh and I think that would be such a hard thing to describe in any like realistic way well that they, i feel like the author uh, was just like me yeah well they did mention that the previous teacher left and oh my god and she just had such an easy time of it and i'm just like okay like there's an opportunity here for drama that has nothing to do with the boys mm -hmm. uh, and nothing and so it just feels like right and again it's it's fine like the word count is, is it is what it is there's only enough space for so much drama but it would have been nice, and I feel like it would have rounded her out a little bit more instead of like her struggling to make pies because she's mad that Rosemary can make a pie and she can't. Mm -hmm. Like, Which would be your favorite husband? Like, if she had been if she had been teaching the kids to write their letters, and one kid was like, "I'm not gonna do it because my pop, my papa says women are dumb," and then I'd be like, <gasps> "What did your dad say?" My papa says women are only meant for making pies. Yeah, well, and then, she's triggered, and then she's triggered, and she's like, "I'm gonna teach you how to write these letters," and then yeah, 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 and it, and it would make Gold Sky seem like way less idyllic and a little bit more realistic. I'm just, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to happen. I'm just saying it's it's one of my notes. Okay, but tell me your husband. Tell me your husband. Um, so I think my favorite would probably be Will, just because that's oh. my personality is to want the one who doesn't want me always. Ah. Um, but. In terms of who I would have sex with first, I would be as as my my little cancer heart would be so concerned that I would fuck it up if they weren't both there at the same time that there's no way I would have had sex with one without the other there, mm. like for the first time because I wouldn't have been able. I've been like, oh my god, he's never gonna forgive me. Like I'm gonna just like create this like so I wouldn't have been able to just like. Like after we're all comfortable and everyone, you know, feeling good with their place in the relationship. Yeah, but definitely not at first. Mm -hmm. But yeah, probably. I mean, I would have been super lovey-dovey with Forrest, but inside I would have been constantly plotting ways every single day to make Will like fall mm -hmm. head for me. Maybe if I twist my ankle. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Carry me home. No, I literally, you know what I would have done? They made such a big deal over her, her walking in the rain. I would have literally just gone for, I would have waited for a thunderstorm, gone out into the middle of nowhere, like purposely gone, like super far away until they found me. <laughs> and then that would have been the. You would have had sex in the rain. Oh. Yeah. Well, when we got back. Oh. To, probably not. Yeah. And then you would have gotten pneumonia. You get pneumonia. And then Will is like, I can't let her, I can't, she can't die. Yeah. She can't I mean, do that. I love her. One hundred percent. That that is what Andrea as Julie would have done, and it would have worked. So she was an idiot not to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 I like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like. I don't like working that hard on people. I know you I, don't. I don't. It's. I don't want to chase people around. I don't need people to chase me. But that's why I felt like Julie and Forrest were really there. For, like they were on the level. And I know that she had feelings for Will and Will definitely have feelings for her, but I don't feel safe when I have to walk around eggshells around someone or I have to constantly figure out what it is I need to do to get their attention. Like if I have your attention, I can have it. And that's who I feel good with. And that's who I'm giving the pussy to. Yeah. I also didn't, I would have understood, like I understand when they first meet that like insecurity and she feels all more comfortable with Forrest because she thought he was the one she was writing to. And so she already had developed this relationship with him in her mind. Mm -hmm. Now she's there in person. Like that doesn't have to be the dynamic that you're playing with anymore. But Will kept being so resistant that for her to feel so invested in like, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to chase after him. I'm so upset when he's talking to this other woman, like realistically, I probably wouldn't have been as affected by him talking to this other lady because I don't know him. And like, yeah, we got married and like the belief is we're all going to be happy together and like doing it together and have a good time. But if he kept consistently hanging out with this other woman, I would have been like, bueno, I guess that like Will and Forrest both wanted to be married to someone on paper, but like, and I mean, I'm a sagazo, so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have chased after him. I would have just been hanging out with Forrest in the house and baking. And then if Will gets jealous, then it would have been like, where the fuck have you been? Oh, that fucking tantrum when they went shopping without him. You went, we're supposed to go out like a family. You were talking to this bitch for like 48 minutes. I have shit to do. Yeah, we don't do about this city. The sun's going down. We need to get stuff done while it's there's daylight. 
And it made me even angry because he's been married for. He honestly, knows what women are like. You know what honestly, I mean? Honestly, what I was surprised about that whole thing is I was surprised that Forrest didn't like pull him aside and be like, dude, what are you doing, you dumbass? Like, stop it. Like, you know, I, I can un I can see Will just being that stupid because some people really are. But I don't understand how Forrest, who knew what she was upset about, knew that she was jealous, wasn't just like, Will. Like, stop. What are you doing? He knew he was going to get his pussy. I mean, and he, <laughs> he did talk to, he did talk to Will at certain points. He was like, don't, but it was more like a, don't push away from this relationship, right? He would be like, you're being a dick. And I see that you're being a dick because you're scared and you're trying to pull away from this situation. Instead of being like, exactly, pull him to the side and be like, look, this Julie, is, this Julie is what is, you need to stop doing. This is, this <laughs> is what you're doing. And this is what Julie is like worried about. So you need to do this so that we're all cool. Cool. Cool, bro, bro. Union. Stop, you know I mean? Stop accepting pies from the woman she knows you almost married. Stop it. Stop buying. Stop eating her pies. Like, but are you sure you don't want her to be the chef? <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill him. I'll kill him. I thought, in serio, like, he says that to Shai leave the room. Shai comes back into the room. His shirt, candle. <laughs> Say her name one more time. <laughs> okay, this okay. Is what I'm gonna do to your shit every time you mention that bitch's name in my home. <laughs> and the more often you mention her, the bigger the items will be. I wanna, I wanna read this book where Tashai is a mail order bride. Yeah, me too. You gotta write it. I would just be angry all the time. That was, actually, that was actually one of my questions, by the way, is like, would, would you have been a mail order bride? No, she was rich in New York. I've been fine. I'm so bored with society. I would have 100% been a mail order bride. <laughs> like they're sold to the guy with the most horses. Buy <laughs> <laughs> your own horses. But I'm saying, if she if she had money and she was so bored, like my motherfucking ranch. <laughs> Mom, I'm gonna move to a ranch, or I'm gonna kill myself. You decide. <laughs> okay, we'll let her move to this ranch for a year, and then she can find herself. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> no, but I would have been into the romance of it. Oh, though. 100%. Like I, I, I would have done the mail order bride thing. I would have gone. I would have. I would try to have like one of those Boston marriages. Like, oh, oh, me and my girl, me and my friend, who was definitely not my girlfriend, we're going to go into the ranch business together. And, you know, we're just going to try it out for, for a year. Give us a year, mom. Very Harvest Moon, very like Animal Crossing, very, what's the other one, the other heart farming game called? Whatever. And I think it's Animal Crossing. I'm not sure. Anyway. So, so yeah, we're just going to try it out. And then that would have been my, like, that would have been my frontier. Not enough frontier. Not enough. I would never complain. Not enough horses. Not enough West. Not enough funny of that. Mm -hmm. No drama. I'm just saying. I, I no balloons. I think this is like balloon. He went and it wasn't. He went to like a whorehouse. We saw no whorehouses. Yeah, it happened off camera. What the fuck, rebel? What's your next question? <laughs> when he's a bit, he likes to go to the house of pleasure. I'm like, what? Where's that? Why is he going to hang out? Get the fuck out of here. I thought, it was, I thought it was funny that there was a house of pleasure <laughs> because it seemed like such a small town. It's like the pastor's daughter. Everyone just knows everyone who like strips, strips. Yeah, it, it just seems like it wouldn't be anonymous at all. Mm -mm. But. I mean, they support they support sex work and throuples, and you know, there's no racism in in gold. Sky. One of one of my other questions was about the sex, which there there's a fair amount of. So I just wanted to know, like, thinking about the sex scenes in this book, like, what did you most like? What did you not like? Like, I I I can start us off. Mm -hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised that this whole book, like they're going down on her like 24 seven, but she does not give a single blow job. Like, <laughs> like, she cries. She cries. We're like, no, we love you. <laughs> this is a very one-sided oral sex kind of situation. And I was here for it. Like, <laughs> I love that. There was no mention of balls, like, like none of that. It was all just like them going under her dress. <laughs> Like all the time. 
And no liquids mentioned. And no liquids. It was like the perfect scenario for me. So that that was something I really liked about the sex scenes. Hmm. I let's see, let's see. Um if you if you know Tosh, you can go first. I hated how often they called her little bird. <laughs> hated it. Hated it. That is one of my book pet peeves. Is if someone gives someone a nickname, like I'm not every time I'm talking to you guys, I'm not always like, oh Andrea, 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 Cristina, 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 Cristina. Like and and that like it just it's like an inorganic conversation to me. That's not how people talk when they're having sex. Like I'm not always just like if that's how they are, then I'm just not into them. Shut the fuck up. Like, shut up. Quiet time. Time to work. Time to work. No talk. Just work. Here's some fucking pie. Eat this. He just shoves pie in his face. He's like, just callate. Callate. Okay, well, what did you like? What did you like? Um, Wait, I like that. I like that it was like very lady centric, like you said. I thought that that was nice. Um, I liked the. There was like playfulness to it, like the first couple before they get to the thing where like once they have sex a couple of times in books, it'll just kind of skip through it. But in the first couple of times they had sex, there was like a playfulness to it. Like I liked how with them both hooking up with her the first time around, Forrest is like. She's like, you're both, I'm naked. You're both still wearing your clothes. And Forrest is like, oh yeah, just drops it. And he takes off his clothes and they joke around about that. And then I liked the playfulness of like when she and Will are finally hooking up and he's like aggressive and he's like, oh, this is how I do it. And she's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Like she's into it. So the the vibe and the energy of them having sex and the playfulness of it all, like I thought that was fun. If only for the love of God, they would have stopped fucking calling her Little Bird. I would be much happier. Uh, just, um, I think that it's it's. I enjoyed the fact that it didn't become um like a cliche pornographic type situation. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times when you're watching mainstream pornography, it's it's um. It's kind of like girl gets reamed by two guys. And it's <laughs> that was definitely not this book. No, definitely not. So like when you guys talk about it being lady centric, I, I enjoyed that. I like that I like that they were being considerate, even if it was too benevolent in my in my case. Like for example, like if like the first time that they are together and they just do oral on her and you know, she doesn't get to touch them, she doesn't get to do anything. I would have been a little frustrated, I'll be honest. I'm like, okay, why are you calling the shots on this? Like <laughs> I'm, I literally just told you I'm ready to do a little more because I'm so excited about this, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It brushes over and it's fine. I like that they are at least considerate enough to consider her, right? And they don't go from like, okay, you take the mouth and I'll take the ass and then we'll just fucking <laughs> bob between. So she'll bob between. I mean, there's like, here's the thing. Like we've read books like that before. <laughs> so I like that it wasn't like wholesome. It definitely, they were having sex. It was consensual. It was compassionate, but it was like, good and i like that they had two kind of like different dynamics with each other but they were both just so into her i love it when like the guys in the in the books are just like they just worship their their in love interest um maybe like using too many nicknames sure but um but yeah i just like that that um that they were just so into her and she was so into them and and it was more their drama came for a more of a heart place than it was a, a dick place <laughs> Yeah. like there was no doubt that they liked her were attracted to her she was attracted and they were a good like they had a lot of good sexual chemistry but i guess yeah my only like quibble would be you know that first night where she's like oh i want to do it i want to keep going they're like no it's fine Shh, go to sleep now <laughs> yeah Shh, sh- sh- sleep baby girl sleep sleep and then, she falls asleep because plot but like <laughs> um <laughs> No, Christina's romance novel at two in the morning. She's just like putting her hand down someone's pants. I mean, I'm just saying it was sweet. It was it was like sweet, you know. But also like not definitely not realistic. And well, I think like and that and that was one of my questions is like who because I think that has to do with it. Who do you think is the audience for this book? Oh, what happened? 
Ay, you know who was calling me. Boop. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> um, so popular. It's not exactly. It's not exactly. Um, because I think, or at least the way I read the sex, like I thought that for the women's, for the women. Yeah, well, yes, definitely for women. But I, I read it as like someone who like wants their romance to be like a tad titillating. You know, it's like, ooh, <laughs> two husbands. Oh my goodness, like que fresco. But like, <laughs> but like not actually like super hardcore or super. You know what I mean? So like, it, it's like what you were saying. Like the sex scenes were like they felt wholesome. Like they were good. They were. I, I didn't. Think they were like. <laughs> boring or anything but they definitely felt like very like wholesomey sex like um very much like those what was that book we, oh tashai's book um where it was like the the it was like a historical romance and it was something a wallflower something wallflower oh yeah yeah the yeah and it was very like oh my gosh like he lifted my skirt it's like ah it's like it, 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 she like hid the key in her dress you know everything was very like it was like naughty but like also very like wholesome that, yeah. that's what, like this felt like to me like i i agree with that because it's like ooh, two husbands two mouths not two dicks though mm -hmm. exactly exactly yeah. at one point, at one point she does say doesn't she say or did i read that wrong she's like i want you both inside of me yeah. <laughs> like i want you both to take me and both of them basically ejaculated the idea of it but it like that's like <laughs> book book four yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> she definitely says it though she's like oh, i dream of the day where you can both take me and yeah. then yeah. she's like <laughs> They're just like, no, you're not ready for that. And she's like, I think I am. And they're like, no, you're not ready for that. And she's like, I think I am. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You know? Um, you're like, you so just started having sex like two weeks ago. You are not ready. <laughs> I am. I'm ready. You take the front. You take the back. Okay, let's go. She's just got olive oil in her hands. <laughs> Now she's got the lard from the pies. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Calm down. It's not freaking animal lard. It's vegetable lard. It's not gonna hurt. <laughs> I was ready. Wait, I only have one more question left. Okay. Um, and it was, and, and again, I knew to expect this because I had seen it in the review. But like, how did you feel about the constant like? We gotta make a baby. We have to have a baby. Let's have, grow our family babies. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> Didn't like it. <laughs> Felt very appropriate for. I think that goes again. And time. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the audience who is reading this is the kind of person who got married and couldn't wait to have a baby. But also like. If 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 we're taking into account like the historical yeah. connotations, then it's like they both survived a war. Neither of them really have families anymore, and it's kind of like okay, this is our chance to have a family, and like we don't have a traditional marriage, but like a baby is our chance to turn it around and like become dads and take this step forward to building the family that we didn't get to have with this like hot ass wife that we finagled into marrying us. But I, I didn't enjoy it because it, it was no longer like, I want to have sex with my wife for like the enjoyment of our bodies together. It, it almost, and she, she said like, it comes up in her in her like narrative too, where she's like, well, is this what you want me for? Like, is this the only reason you guys wanted to get married was to like have someone who's going to be giving you babies because I feel like twere it me what if I can't you know like what if I can't give you a kid are you going to get rid of me and like my value as your wife is no longer existent because I'm not able to give you a kid so I think that the weight of it and the value that was placed on it is like not to my taste but given the the time period and the 
urgency of like, let's have a lot of kids because we're in the West and we need the labor. Like, <laughs> you know, I think it wouldn't have been as uncomfortable if she was like super gung ho about the idea too. But like yeah. when they first bring it up, she's like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm not a So yeah, yeah. So it just feels like for for two people <laughs> yeah, got her if things were okay like they just assumed that she would be as excited about having a baby as they were and i think by the end she is but it kind of felt like in the beginning like they just completely took her back with like they just shocked her with that yeah so i was also like i was expecting the baby stuff because of the historical stuff but i was like wait but but if you don't want to have a baby, don't have a baby. <laughs> like I was like concerned for her. Yeah, same here. I think also because I felt like they still had a lot of stuff to figure out amongst themselves. Yeah, and I felt like them fast forwarding to babies would would complicate things would complicate things in a different way and leave other things unresolved. So, uh, especially this the stuff between Julie and Will, like fa Forrest, Father Beer. I swear to God, but like <laughs> you know. It also plays up her insecurity too, because then she is led to believe that the only reason they didn't marry the other woman is because she couldn't give them a baby. And for mm -hmm. that to be kind of bringing it up and these things being what are being whispered in her ear, it's natural that she's gonna be even more anxious about the whole situation, what their relationship is and what it really means to the both of them. If what she hears consistently is, our goal is to is to get you pregnant and like have babies with you. That's our ultimate goal. Like the real evidence of this being a fruitful marriage is and and like a great marriage is if you have our kids. Yeah. I did kind of think I did kind of wonder if if cuz she does have sex with Forrest first. I did wonder if before the whole revelation of who oh, we decided that we were going to do it with him first no matter what that um that it was going to be something like we're only going to let you have sex we're only gonna we're gonna only encourage you to have sex with one of us so that we like know whose kid it is you know what i mean mm -hmm. like so but they love each other oh i know much, no. i know i just i didn't know i didn't know where the book was gonna go they had brought up the baby stuff so much i didn't think that there would be something but i was curious to to know i i was so i okay i follow or i've followed in the past several blogs of um like polygamous yeah. couples mm -hmm. and at least in all the blogs that i've read and granted it's just a handful but that seems to be like the norm it's like we're all in this relationship together it's so whoever baby. and yeah it's our baby and whoever ends up like fathering the yeah. baby technically you know it is what it is but like it's our baby mm -hmm. i think it was because i was so baffled at the fact that she had sex with forrest first alone mm -hmm. and i didn't know like what the issue like why it didn't happen with yeah. her. so yeah. i was like, well, what's going on are they trying to like make sure that they know whose kid is whose mm -hmm. and well, that's the only time that i thought of that that's the only time where i'm like oh. see i thought it was like it was just that like they did the author didn't want to have the sex scene with Will until like it was more of like an explosion of, of yeah like, like there was there was more attention they were like moving towards each other and then because when they do have sex it's a very kind of like it is it is kind of like an explosion of like their frustrations and and all their so mm -hmm. I thought that was it she was just going for like the payoff kind of thing Andrea I was when we were texting earlier. Do you agree that Christina would probably be the will? Yes, but not in a crabby way. Just like no, no. But okay, you're you're an Aquarius, and then she will be the will. And then even though she just said the whole like, ah, I'm so stupid talking to this girl. I wouldn't chase him if she was will. She'd be like, bitch, I can talk to whoever I want. You don't like me having friends? Bye. That's not true. See, because if I were, if I were in like, if me and Tosh were like mail ordering you for real, for real, we wouldn't have hidden that we were, we were both like writing the letters. We would have had a conversation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I would, I only get like that when, when people are kind of like, 
when people are acting out, even though we've already talked about something, you know what I mean? But they had not talked about any of it. And so they were just a fucking mess. But if you were my bride, I'd be like, hey, like, and you would just know that I was like the super cool one. Not like. (laughs) Sorry that I'm the one that likes to send song lyrics, bitch. Listen. You're not getting, not like super cool, like whatever, but just kind of like the more, I, I would try to meet you halfway. I would try to meet, I would try to meet your needs. I mean, I think there's a reason like the book is set up in a way where they spoke to so many people. Like they say, oh, we, we've had a lot of people kind of reach out and try to join in this relationship with us, but it had to be someone. You're well bored. It had to be someone specifically suited to to the relationship, and it's because like that kind of dynamic isn't for everybody. Like people get jealous, and people get petty, and people get upset, and they get insecure. And you went shopping without me. Oh yeah, no, and I could never. And I I've said it before, but like I can be the third person, but I could never be the the couple with the third person because mm-hmm. I would be too insecure. Gotcha. But like as me being the, if I'm the one coming in, then that's fine. Cause I already know they have an established relationship and I'm here to like have fun with everybody. But like, if I was the one in the established relationship, I'd be like, me van a dejar, me van a dejar because this other person, if I'm so in love with this person, I can't imagine how my partner feels and me van a dejar and they're both going to run away together. And nunca me van a that's what I would be thinking like every day. Ay, Dios mío. Let's talk about the next book that we're going to read. My eyes. The last book is my pick. And I chose The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune. And I had been wanting to read this book for a while, but I just kind of, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> you just add it to your TBR and forget about it. <laughs> the early pandemic, I don't know, mid pandemic days, mid lockdown days, like around August, I watched a panel for Belmont Books that was about like, science fiction and romance or science fiction queer romance and there were two books I'd read I had read already which was Storm Song by C.L. Polk and A Deal with the Devil by Kit Rocha which was it's like a mercenary librarian's book that I didn't realize was a romance until I started listening to it at work or in the car like during my lunch breaks and I was like there's sex in this and so that one A Deal with the Devil uh, deal with the yeah I think it's called Deal with the Devil Mercenary Librarians Kit Rocha and um, it's actually they are two authors that write as one um, and so yeah I wanted to because it seems so cute and I, whenever I hear about this book it's like oh it's so gay and wholesome and I'm like okay we should end this year with something gay, gay and wholesome, wholesome. <laughs> let me read the description yes. to you It says, a magical island, a dangerous task, a burning secret. Linus Baker is a by-the-book caseworker in the department in charge of magical youth. At 40, he lives in a tiny house with a devious cat and his old records for company. But his quiet life is about to change. Linus is summoned by extremely upper management and given a curious and highly classified assignment. Travel to an orphanage on a distant island and determine whether six dangerous magical children are so dangerous, in fact, that they're likely to bring about the end of days. When Linus arrives at the strangest of islands, he's greeted by a series of mysterious figures, the most mysterious of which is Arthur Parnassus, the master of the orphanage. As Linus and Arthur grow closer, Linus discovers that the master would do anything to keep the children safe, even if it means the world has to burn, or worse, his secret comes to life. The House in the Cerulean Sea is an enchanting love story masterfully told about the profound experience of discovering an unlikely family in an unexpected place and realizing that the family is yours. I feel like this is going to make me cry. Oh, it, sounds, it sounds so cute. Like it sounds like found, like found family. It sounds queer. It sounds wholesome. I'm, I'm super on board. I'm ready. All right. So that's it. That was our talk on Heart and Hand uh, by Rebel Carter. Hope you enjoyed it. If you made it this far, um if you are so inclined if you would much we would be much obliged if you <laughs> tip on our coffee link um check out the rest of our links such as website andrea's books my instagram <laughs> and uh we'll hopefully see you next month to discuss the house on in the cerulean sea bye <laughs>